Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. On today's episode, full episode chat with the one, the only, Matt Coglin. That's right. Awesome chat. Talked everything from our NIL deal back in July, the transition from D'Antonio to Tucker, the science of kicking, golf. We hit a ton with Matt. Uh, awesome conversation. Hope you guys enjoy it too. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, Spartan fans? Happy Tuesday to you, or happy whatever day you end up listening to this podcast. Thank you for joining us here on the Locked On Spartans podcast. That's right, your team every single day. Day baby, five days a week. Uh, really fun show today. It is. Uh, it's not just me. It, we are joined by another Matt, a, a more important Matt in the lives of Spartan fans, as Matt Coglin joins us for a full show to talk about. Well, I just his six-year career at Michigan State. We talk about everything. You'll you'll learn soon enough if you listen to the show today, which I hope you do. It was. I I had a lot of fun. I think Matt had a lot of fun, and eh, I really hope that you guys do too. But before getting to that. Just need to politely ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Like you already know, this is the Locked on Spartans podcast. And if you ever want to reach out with questions, comments, concerns, uh, you have any winning bets that you want to pass along to me because, oh God, I could use them right now, uh, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find us. Uh, Like we said, five days a week, uh, this is a full episode interview with Matt Coglin. On tomorrow's show, we will be getting to the uh, recent news uh, about who's coming back next year, including four-star receiver Jeremy Bernard. Uh, but yeah, that'll be on tomorrow's show, as well as a Minnesota basketball preview, or anything else that pops up, of course. So, all right, uh, enough of me babbling. Uh, let, let's listen to the other Matt, the cooler Matt, Matt Coglin. Let's go. On the horn with me is a man who not just is exemplified the bounds of college longevity and eligibility, but also the greatness of scoring as he leaves East Lansing as the all-time points leader in the MSU football program. You already know who I'm talking about. We're talking about the one, the only, Matt Coughlin. Matt, how you doing, man? How's the offseason been? Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm doing good, you know. Just uh, left the Peach Bowl victory, came down to Florida, doing some uh, rest and relaxation. That That's what we call in the industry living your best life right there. That is what I'm talking Absolutely. about right there. Shipped on to Florida after a nice New Year's Six Bowl victory. And what an awesome way to end it. And, you know, we're going to go everywhere this interview. A whole lot of, you know, t- things to talk about in your career. But first and foremost, uh, look, we, we got to address the biggest one of all, right? Back in July, NIL is introduced. Student athletes can start making money. One, Matt Coglin makes MSU history by being the first athlete to have a paid tweet out there and it was with the lock on spartans podcast so how has your life changed since that moment because i can't go grocery shopping or i can't step out in public without at least 25 people stopping me and asking for pictures and autographs how how has nil impacted you same for me you know you guys made it possible uh kind of kind of weird beginnings i'd say i don't know about you but um (laughs) you know it kind of came out of nowhere i knew i know there was talk you know leading up to it and then there was just a day that 
you know, it, it made it legal to make money. And, uh, you know, I saw you guys DM and, you know, no, no one else was really doing anything. I thought it was weird. Um, you know, and just hopped on the opportunity. I'm like, well, like, you know, if we can make money off of it, why not just, you know, fire off some tweets? Um, yeah. And then just so cool to you know, be the first one. I think that's the record I'm most proud of. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so being able to, you know, make money off a, a funny tweet that went, you know, extremely viral, you know, beyond my wild, wildest dreams. That was uh, definitely crazy. And I think definitely cool, you know, to see just kind of the humor and, you know, you know, as an athlete, the opportunity to make some money, um, you know, this NIL stuff is crazy, but I think it's pretty awesome. So, like, it is crazy. And as you guys are finding out that, well, this is going to be legal soon, like, this is going to be awesome. Like, are you guys talking amongst yourselves as teammates, just kind of like wondering what the hell is going to happen? Or what are, like, the days either before or the days or weeks after NIL like for you guys? Because it had to have been as confusing for you as it was for everyone else, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think I think some people saw the opportunity more than others of, gotcha. you know, reach, reaching out to companies you know, being like, hey, like, this is legal now. I don't know if you guys have thought of it, but, you know, I can send out a tweet. You know, I got a platform. You get a platform and, you know, haven't been able to profit off of it. And then this year, you know, you see some guys making, you know, ridiculous amounts of money from, you know, advertisements mainly. And I think it'll just get more and more because, you know, I don't think there's a ton of rules on it now. So if you see these recruits you know getting promised six figures seven figures you know pretty much just to go to a school that you know some business owner loves so i i think that's cool and you know all power to them and you know again we're history makers and you know that'll be you know one of the center parts of msu as you know history goes forward we're probably yeah we're probably going to have our names like etched somewhere in the Scandalaire Center for this historical. I, I, I'm sure Mel Tucker thinks about it all the time. He's like, "Well, we got to hook guys up like Matt Coughlin with the Lockdown Spartans podcast." I'm sure that goes through his head every single day. No, no doubt I'm about sure it. I'm sure that's part of the new uh, renovations they're talking about. No question about it. Yeah, they'll probably skywrite that very tweet in the air to you know remind everyone that money is to be had here. I gotta say that I, I do feel a little bad because just like you said, a lot of these guys are making like five six figures. I, I feel bad that we fell about three to four figures short of, of that for, for your deal. So I just want to take this time to apologize. Uh, no, uh, if you feel shorted. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it was, it was more than uh, I was making the year before. So. Hey, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Love that man. And so, I mean, listen, you've been at MSU for five years. You, you've seen so much or was it? Yeah, it was, it was five or was it six years? Now that I'm thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, oh, man, that's what I'm talking six. about. That's right. Yeah, it's been, been a long time coming. But, uh, you know, got two degrees from there, seen a lot, and, uh, you know, happy to end, end it in a, in a great high note. Plenty, plenty more to talk about with our guy Matt Coglin, but first I just need to talk to you folks about Get Upside. That's right. Hey, what's up? This is uh, Matt with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. That's one word. Get Upside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE and get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. 
That's up to 50 cents cash back per gallon. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE to get that 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. And best of all, there's no catch. The cash back gets added right back to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use that promo code SCORE to get up to $0.50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Once again, that's code SCORE at the GetUpside app. And before getting back to our chat with Matt Coughlin, just want to thank you for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked on Podcast Network. And so a few weeks back, I was listening to the Mel Tucker radio show and they had you on as a guest and you said that you and a lot of your teammates, especially, you know, the longer tenured ones could just write a book about everything. And you ain't lying there, man. Like you've been through the ups and the downs. But one thing that I'm really curious, and I think a lot of people are just that transition from D'Antonio kind of retiring on our end, like just out of nowhere. And then, well, so fast. Well, here comes Mel Tucker walking through the door. This is such a hard, broad question, but what what was that week like for, for you guys? Like, just how odd, what was it from a player's perspective, and how did you guys get through that together? Yeah, for sure. It was crazy. And, uh, you know, love Coach D so much. He was a great coach, gave me the opportunity, and, you know, loved the guy. And, yeah, it kind of sucked. Um, you know, from a player's perspective, you don't know who's coming in. You don't know kind of what their philosophy is if they you know want to just kind of clear house or not so you know that week of the retirement and then you know waiting on a new guy it was kind of kind of on edge but you know we had a bunch of team meetings saying you know we're sticking together um like we all want to be here we all want to work you know towards the season that's coming because that was before covid and everything so sure right you know, we were we were prepping you know, for kind of a normal year, you know, excited. And, uh, you know, Coach Tuck came in, you know, we did uh, kind of clean house that, that year. And, you know, he got his guys he wanted in and, you know, some of the guys that weren't as committed to the program in. And, um, you know, just a tough, tough circumstance for that first year, uh, mm-hmm. not being able to meet, not being able to, you know, implement all uh all the things that we wanted with a with a very shortened off season, and then you know, again, kind of you got to you got to see Coach Tuck and you know what he can do with a full off season, bringing in you know a bunch of guys like uh, like Kenneth Walker, um, you know, and then just having a full off season of grinding and uh, commitment, and um, you know the rest is history, eleven and two, and uh, just just so happy I could be a part of you know both the coaches really yeah and just kind of going back to the beginning too of the Mel Tucker era like he has that closed door meeting with you know obviously you guys the current players and I know you can't speak for you know all 100 of you guys but what what was your thoughts after that first meeting with Tucker as he addresses the team is it like a instant buying like oh hell yeah we are moving forward we're gonna be rolling or is it like a, okay things are gonna be different here we'll, we'll see how this goes like what, 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 walking out of that meeting that's got to be a little yeah. odd right you know just new new guy in town yeah for sure can't speak to everyone but um you know at that point it was it was going to be my last year you know before I got the extra COVID year so I was definitely a hell yeah buy-in right now sure. um 
and you know as one of the leaders on the team I tried to convey that to the younger guys because you know we we're saying you know seniors this is still our last go no matter who our coach is and coach Tuck comes in you know meeting with the guys saying you know this isn't a rebuilding you know we got the guys we just gotta you know light a fire in the program um so I was in all the way from the beginning um you know kind of sucked that you know COVID got it shut down you know all the uncertainty and then you know lucky enough to get another year so um you know, I love Tuck, excited for, you know, what's he going to do in the future. So, you know, as a fan now, I'm eager to watch and um, eager to see what happens. No doubt. And also, I'm like a weird sports fan, let's just call it that. Like, I'm very fascinated in, like, niche positions, like I, like goalies yeah. in soccer, for example, or like a closer in baseball. I, I'm just fascinated and obsessed with the kicking position and just, like, the That's physical true. aspect of it versus the mental aspect of it, like, is there a percentage split that you think there is? It's like 80% ability, 20% mental or like after kicking for as long as you have, like how do you weigh physical versus mental ability for, for kicking? Yeah, I'd say the physical has to be there. Um, I don't know if I can give you a percentage, maybe like 25%, 75% mental. Gotcha. Um, you know, physical's got to be there, but then I think it's, you know, all mental from there once you have the gifts um you know just like you said such a niche position of such black and white make miss one or zero really um and you know some some people don't understand that um some coaches don't understand that like kind of how hard it is to make like every kick obviously um so it's a mental majority i would say for sure and I feel like I learned that a lot, you know, growing up playing, um, you know, so many years, like you said, um, being able to see that, being able to learn from, you know, mistakes, misses, and being able to learn from makes and practices. Um, yeah, so just I think it's a lot of, lot of mentality and, you know, just a little bit of physical. <laughs> So, like, with it being so mental and, you know, I don't play a whole lot of sports. Golf is pretty much the only one. And we'll talk about your golf yeah. game here in a hot second. But, like, oh, yeah. for, for me, like, you step on the driving range and, like, I, I could just tell within five swings, like, oh, but, uh, I do not have it today. Uh-oh, this is going to be a long run. Like, for, for kicking, is it like that, too? Like, do you ever get on the field before the game and, like, you just know right there and then whether you do or do not have it? Or does, does it not really work like that for, for a kicker like you? Um. I wouldn't say it's so much that bad. I'd say it's more of like days that I'll really have it, that I really feel good and juiced up. And then other days where um, I want to say like more normal, but, you know, much more routine where I've had my routine and do it a million times. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you can have bad days and, um, you know, you just, that's where the mental side comes in so much because, um, like I said, you might only have, you know, three, four opportunities in a game and, uh, you know, everyone, everyone's crucial. So, uh, you know, you hope you don't have those days, but that's where really the mental side goes in. And then, like you were saying with golf, um, you know, again, where the mental side comes in so much of, you know, you can practice all you want out on a field on a sunny day when it's nice and you're feeling good and there's no pressure, but then, uh, you know, being able to transfer that from there into, you know, a game situation, you know, where there's pressure on you and, you know, the conditions might not be perfect. 
um, that's where you got to have the mental side. Superstition is a big thing. I, I, from what I've heard from, you know, the interviews I've read or listened to in the kicking community, how superstitious were you as a player? And, you know, you just talked about routine in your last answer. Did you ever change anything in your superstition or routine or, or anything over your time at MSU? Or was it always the same thing for all five or six years that you were here? Um, yeah, I want to say I'm superstitious, but, um, you know, maybe, maybe like the off Michael Scott from the office. I'm, I'm a little superstitious. <laughs> Love it. There um, we go. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it would be, you know, try and keep, you know, maybe year to year, um, you know, try and keep the same music taste or something before a game, um, you know, wear the same shoes. Um, when I, when I'd go back, you know, looking like aiming for a kick you know say a little thing like trust it or something keep that the same um yeah but not not too much um you know just repeating my keys i say yeah year to year it would change but kind of kind of the same same routine i guess so you know get back say a little something envision the kick and then uh go now, for this next question, now enough about good kickers like yourself. Let's focus on just terrible kickers. Do you <laughs> ever peep at the field goal challenge they do between the third and fourth quarter at Spartan I Stadium? And just, I, I love that answer. There we go. Awesome. Like, do, do you? How instantly do you know that it's going to go horrible when they line up for a kick? Like, well, from the kicker's mentality, I, I think, not uh, know what you're going through. <laughs> I think on the Friday before the game, I I know there's about a 99% chance that uh, – <laughs> There's going to be a miss, you know, on Saturday. And then, um, yeah, I, I think you can kind of tell just, you know, I don't want to, like, classify people, but, you know, if you were a betting man, sure. you could, you you could uh, you know, make an educated guess if they were going to make your miss. And I've, I've seen, you know, a couple people that, you know, walk out there with boots or, you know, something that just has 0% chance. But if, <laughs> if you go out there in tennis shoes and, you know, walk a couple of yards back, you know, you might, you might have a faint, faint chance, but, uh, you know, I think they have it at like 30 yards and, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough kick for, uh, probably most people that haven't played soccer or sports in a while. Yeah, It, it is and crazy. Cause like no previous kickers. Right. And like 30 yards on TV, it's like, okay, chip shot. How could anyone miss this? And then you're on the field and 30 yards, for a lot of people, just like I said, 99% of people. And listen, you say that if you're a betting man, well, I actually do bet on this with like either my friend or my brother when I go to a game. And the bet is, will the ball even roll to the goal line? Like that's how bad people are at this. And like, it, it's a profitable bet to make because well, a lot of people have, well, accidental onside kicks when they're lining up for that 30 yard field goal. So I, I love that you watch yeah. that though. That, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's big time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even for the oh, sorry, pros, they got the sorry the thirty-two yard extra point in the pros. They're not a hundred percent. So no, absolutely uh, not. Yeah, I, I can't wait for the day that someone makes that, and I hope I'm there for it. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> I, I, someone did it once when I was a student there. I think it was like in 2012 oh, okay. or 13, and the wind was going against them too. And he hit it so far down the middle that I swear, ever since that day, they've made sure to get people that are going to wear like high heels out there or boots, like you're saying, like they're, they're, they, they saw that go in. They're like, 
never again are, are, are we letting a, a student win a car like this That's no awesome. way still plenty to talk about with our guy matt Coglin. hope you're enjoying the conversation as much as i did but first need to talk to you fine folks about betonline.ag Okay, that was a little flat. I, I could do better. All right. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new year, a happy betting new year, as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year, and with a new updated desktop and mobile website, well, go check it out. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON, that's all one word, LOCKED ON, to get started. From football, to basketball, to hockey, to boxing, UFC, don't forget golf, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online. it's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. That's betonline.ag, where the game starts. So, to, to go back to, you know, uh, great kickers like yourself, let's say that you get to remember three kicks for the rest of your life from your MSU career, which three kicks are going to make that list for you? Ooh, good question. Hot seat um, time. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'll go 2017 Penn State. Uh, game winner against Penn State. I think that's got to be one. Um, A strong start. Yeah. A strong start. I could go, I guess this would be two or three would be my first field goal ever against Notre Dame also in 2017. Gotcha. And then, um, 2020, um, made the 51 yarder, 52 yarder at Michigan. Um, that was a great kick, but, uh, tough question on the spot. I, I did not come prepared. I'll be honest. <laughs> Well, if you change your answer, just call back. We'll, we'll have you on any time <laughs> yeah. to you know, riff about any kicks. But, yeah, I, I got both my hands up in the air because uh, I, I had written down that, that 51-yarder against Michigan, no doubt, which I think just falls through the cracks because it, just like the Penn State game, it wasn't a game winner. But, like, wow, that was a very, <laughs> very important kick in a three-point victory. So, uh, before we go any further, thank you. For that kick. Really do appreciate it because, oh, boy, that <laughs> yeah, was a splendid day. Yeah, that was awesome, man. <laughs> Also, you can say something that Kenneth Walker cannot, and that is that you have a touchdown against Indiana. So, uh, first of all, you're probably the better running back between the two of you. Second of all, so to replay the play for everyone, it was an option from Brian Lewerke, uh, six yards out. What's going through your head as Brian's holding onto the ball? Are you thinking, like, pitch me the ball right now? Or are you thinking, like, uh (laughs) uh-oh, maybe not? (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I'll go back a little bit because, you know, in – and pregame walkthrough, you know, night before and the week leading up to, it was Brian, you know, hopefully we had a running lane because I think we had like two guys out there blocking. Hopefully we had a running lane and like last case scenario, you know, pitch it, pitch it out to me um, and, you know, hope for the best. So uh, I definitely, you know, in my mind, want the ball. I don't think, uh, you know, kickers can say they get the opportunity even. <laughs> to get the ball uh so yeah kind of you know we called the we called the fake from the sideline when we got out there um you know got the look we wanted so we went with it you know snap and you know brian rolled out to the right 
and you know i sprint sprint as fast as i can you know to kind of keep up with them and you know it just so happened that a defender got free so you know last second he pitched it to me and you know kind of blacked out but somehow caught the ball and was able to run like thankfully six yards because i got tripped going into the end zone but uh you know i say i got one carry you know six yard average and a touchdown uh you know might be one of one of the best statistical backs in college football history yeah yeah not only are you the all-time scoring leader in the program but you're one of the most if not the most efficient running back that this program has ever seen either so like your your stock your your stock leaving uh east lansing sky high that's what i'm talking about and of course i'll remind kenneth uh about the touchdown against indiana i'll maybe maybe teach him how to do it against the colts or something you think exactly because he he could use a lesson exactly see you see where i'm coming from that's right baby he doesn't um, he doesn't need much does no not, not much but he's, he's, he's a student of the game you can always learn from from greatness like uh matt Coglin with the ball in his hands baby that's right he is a great guy and he is greatness at running back but you know i'll have that one that's right oh hey any anytime you can get a leg up up on uh, someone as established as Kenneth Walker. Hey, we 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 take it, baby. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, as you move on from East Lansing, uh, at, at the end of the season, you got engaged. Congratulations, first of all. But Thank second you. of all, gotta know what's more stressful: is it lining up for a fifty-yarder on the road against Michigan, or is it uh, helping to plan a wedding? Wh- which is more stressful? Um, <laughs> probably the wedding because I try not to get a. Uh you know, stressed out about kicking. Um, yeah, we've uh, you know started a little bit of the planning, but uh, it was kind of tough to do during the season. So we've been, uh, you know, just putting together ideas and now we're starting to formulate the plan, but uh, definitely more stressful than, you know, any kick I've ever had. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, if you guys need a minister, I'm actually a registered minister. I uh, did it last year. Uh, so, hey, I'm, I'm a phone call away, baby, if you need some Wayne yeah, random podcaster to uh, do it. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll, I'll be by my phone for, for the next few months. So I'll, I'll, I'll be waiting for you. Don't you worry. Uh, last but not least, we've gone through this whole interview without talking about the, the latest athletic achievement you've had. The Albatross, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Getting a two on a par five. No, no real question here other than just walk us through it. How on earth that happened? Yeah, definitely the most improbable thing I've done. <laughs> um, it's actually funny. Um, down here in Florida, you know, it came straight from the bowl game, so I don't actually don't have my clubs down here. And I'm using my fiance's sister's boyfriend's clubs, who, oh, are, okay. who are not exactly up up to date, I would say, <laughs> and older. And, uh, yeah, playing um, at PGA, um, playing the Ryder course down at uh, Port St. Lucie. Um, kind of an up-and-down day, not not playing great. You know, a couple over par, going to 17. And um, I think it was, it was about 550 yards, you know, pretty straight. Um, not much wind. Hit my best drive of the day. I think on the cart it was like 295 from the tee. That plays. So I, that plays. I, I, like 240 in, and I take this old, old three wood. Um, you know, that's a quarter of the size of my driver. Uh, 14 and a half <laughs> degree loft, and uh, you know, just try and smoke it up there. You know, hope for the best. 
and the sun was sun was kind of down. I hit it, hit a high draw. Um, didn't really mean to, just kind of lucky with that club. But hit it, you know, going towards the green. There was there was a bunker short, and all I saw was I hit it, and it landed just on the other side of the bunker, and actually kind of took like a little hop to the left towards the green, towards the pin, and then just kind of stopped looking because I couldn't really see it. Um, I was also playing with my dad there, so he uh, he uh, didn't have the juice to make it on until <laughs> so he laid up and then hit a shot from, you know, about 100 yards away. Um, didn't really see my ball on the green or anywhere, so we pulled up to the green. Me and him got out, and, you know, I was kind of pissed because he, he was, you know, 10, 15 feet away, and I couldn't right. find my ball. I, I thought I was going to lose the hole, you know, with two great shots. Thought it was over, looked a little over, and then he started, you know, looking towards the front. And then I just go, oh, I'm gonna check the check the pin, and he was closer, sure. and he goes, ah, you know, I'll, I'll let you check the pin if you want. And I look down, and I just see that ball in the cup, and you know, nice big scream, you know, so freaking happy, so crazy, because um, my dad played golf for like 40 years, he's never done it, and just so improbable. So, and oh, it's crazy, it's harder to get than a hole in one. It's, yeah. it's it's incredible the odds of, of that man because you need an incredible drive and then a, a sensational second shot and all with clubs that aren't even your own <laughs> that's that's, <Yeah>. that's bananas man <laughs> yeah so yeah just ended ended a great day so um yeah definitely peaked in my golf career I mean not not a bad off season like you you no. you graduate you you leave as the all-time point scorer you're the most efficient running back in Michigan state history and now as far as I'm concerned uh, best golfer from Michigan state to eat your heart out James Pyatt uh, sorry but I don't know if he's got an albatross I'm not sure if he does but uh, <laughs> he does no, not that's not... I, oh I, let's I go okay after he, he I called him after he was he was pretty happy he does not have an albatross but I think uh I think that USAM trophy is a a little better, but we can argue yeah. over that one. I was going to say that. That's for another conversation, I think. Yeah, but no, James is awesome. We've had him on a few months ago on the podcast. He was sensational. I'm trying to scrounge up money to buy uh, a Locked on Spartans button for his polo so we can sponsor him uh, at Augusta. <laughs> but, well, well, we might be coming up a few zeros short of that price tag. But, hey, we'll, we'll give it a go anyway. But uh, <laughs> Matt, funny. Yeah, well, we're, we're gonna we're, all we can do is try, you know. All we can do is try. So, but hey, you know what? It was awesome having you on, Matt. Th- thank you so much. You know, not not just for your time and you know all the insight through uh, your six years at Michigan State, but hey, thanks for a great six years, man. I mean, all time point score. That's got to have a nice ring to thank it, man. You. Thank you. Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, my time was long, but very distinguished, <laughs> and uh, you know, just so happy I, I chose Michigan State. You know. A long time ago, looking back, you know, best six years ever. And, you know, just look forward to what's coming next. No, right on. Enjoy the off season. Good luck with everything, with the wedding planning. Um, I'll, I'll see you at the altar as I minister your wedding. Uh, but on a real note, hey, man, good luck with everything. Uh, it's, it's been awesome watching you play at Michigan State. Yeah, great talking. Had a great time on. Uh, yeah, go green. All right, go women, man. Massive, massive thank you to Matt Coglin for lending his time, especially since I – Pretty much doubled what what I asked of him. You know, I reached out in his DMs like, "Hey, why not talk for 10, 15 minutes?" And well, here we are. We we end up going a half hour. So he was nice enough to lend some of his off season to answer some questions and ha- have a chat about well everything you, you just heard. So 
super, super fired up to uh, arrange that interview and have that take place. And yeah, hey, I mean, hopefully we can do more of that here as you know, some players are, are leaving on to bigger and better things away from East Lansing. But until then, hey, Matt Coughlin, uh, strong, strong way to start that offseason of interviewing former football players. Well, look at that. And well, also, want to thank you guys, too, because I, this doesn't happen if we don't have your support and your listening ears as well. So thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. We will be back tomorrow to talk Michigan State versus Minnesota basketball, as well as some football happenings, or hey, you know how it goes around here in East Lansing. Any breaking news that could happen or should happen in the next 24 hours. Uh, until then, yeah, we'll, we'll hold tight. Uh, so... Now that you're done with your first listen, Locked on Spartans, uh, go make your second listen, Locked on Bets. That's right, it's Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. That's Locked on Bets, and it's free and available on all platforms. All right, guys, let's go have a strong day. Love you all. Go Green.